Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sandspants Radio, we got a shit ton of emails. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. Hey, Dusha. How many emails we got? We've spoken about ambushes in the past. Our inbox has been So this is this is an episode purely dedicated to our our inbox our, our inbox yeah. that is fuller than both your stomachs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the roast on our main episode, uh, which will be coming tomorrow, like usual. But uh, yeah, today we're just we're just here to get through some emails. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we'll start with a few that we missed out on last week. I can't remember last week, so good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, last week we ran out of time. I had to leave a few emails unread. We're here to answer them now. So we're I'll start, a, we're start, in a much happier mood. <laughs> so well. I'll start with an email from Danian, and I'm not confident that that's the right name, but we'll power through. Dear How Goods Footy, big fan of the pod, as a supporter of the long-ignored Brisbane Lions, hey. it's nice for the boys to get a bit of attention. Anyway, at what point in the season should I start diverting time to draft watch? It's feeling like now might be about right. Always going to be on draft watch, just anyway. <laughs> also, what are your, in brackets, early... Thoughts on Brisbane's draft strategy and Essendon slash Geelong's, I guess. What positions, types should we target? Should we trade back for an established player like Mitch Wallace or someone from the Crows fire sale? (laughs) (laughs) As a Brisbane fan, I feel like I'm sort of always in draft watch mode to some extent. So for my limited research, I reckon we should keep our picks, take midfielder and Brisbane supporter Sam Walsh with pick two. Oh, thanks, Daniel. And then, P.S., Jeremy Dog Act Cameron is a thug who doesn't deserve to play another game of football. And GWS aren't a football team. They're a soulless bunch of cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that email. This is a great um, email. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, as a Brisbane supporter, it's a good time, I think, now, yeah, to start looking at the draft prospects. I was actually having a look today, and I do agree, Sam Walsh. He's touted as being a number one pick. What's this thing about Brisbane supporter? Is he's he a, Queensland? He's a, no, he's, he's in Victoria, I think. But he's a huge Brisbane Lions supporter. So no no go-home factor. No go-home factor. Although Josh Shackey was also had his links to Brisbane and he still sooked and went Yeah, home. but he's but he's about as strong as wet cardboard. That's so. true. That is absolutely <laughs> true. So yeah, I really like the look of Sam Walsh. However, it just depends how Brisbane go on the back end of the year because I feel like the 
probably going to maybe, maybe they might have four more wins in them or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Which will get them out of the top three draft picks. And Carlton are desperate for a midfielder as well. So Carlton might go him. I wish that Carlton would just be like, you know what? He's a Brisbane guy. <laughs> Let's let them have him. But they're not going to do that. No, they're Carlton. Yeah. Notorious for being the opposite of good blokes. Yeah, that's right. Well, are they going to go defenders or are they going to go mids? For Brisbane. Uh, for Carlton. Are well, they yeah. Mids? The, mids, yeah. the struggle with Carlton is that they need players everywhere because they're rubbish at the moment. I would have thought they would have gone for another like key backman to help out Wiedering. They'll either go key backman or... Mid. I think they'll go mid because they'll be like, well, right, we've got Crips, we want someone else. And we've got Paddy Dow no, as well. No Gibbs, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. But fuck Carlton. We're on Brisbane. And, um, <laughs> Sorry. Brisbane will keep that first pick. Absolutely. I can't see them trading it. Um, I think it'll probably be somewhere in the... F- it'll be in the top five, I think. Yeah. It's probably likely. And it'll definitely be a midfielder, I would think, as well. Because they just want to keep generating midfielders, and they'll be th- they'll have an eye to the future. And Dane Beams is nearly thirty, and he might only have two or three left. So, and Zorko, the same. By the time Brisbane are having a full tilt at the Premiership, Beams and Zorko might not be there, and Ooh. Mitch Robbo and a few blokes like that. Yeah, Robbo's Robbo's older as old as well, isn't he? Yeah, Steph yeah. Martin. They might they might start looking for a ruckman. Zorko will probably play longest out of all of them. I think he's probably got five years. How, um, but Beams, I watch and I think he's probably got three years. Left. How many games can you get reported for before you get banned from the AFL life ban? Just wondering for Mitch Robertson. I think in one hit, I think it's whatever Lynch got. No, sixteen. I think sixteen weeks is the limit. Someone in the lower leagues got seventeen, I think, and then activated a life ban. Yeah, I think if you get sixteen weeks, it was that guy who was the. The head of some, like he worked for the AFL and he oh, elbowed yeah. a guy in the back of the head, like King hit him. And they yeah. were like, 17 weeks, you're also fired from your job. Yeah. Jesus. Um, um, but he deserved it. Don't, don't elbow kid, people. Yeah. Brisbane will look to, just quickly, we'll wrap this one up. But yeah. uh, love that email. Thanks, mate. Brisbane will use a later pick to maybe bring in someone experienced. They might have a crack at Mitch Wallace. I'm not sure. I wouldn't give up much for him. I wouldn't give up anything in the top 40 for him, to be honest. Uh, I'd keep all those because Brisbane have had a good success rate in the last three, four years of, of getting players in the first sort of 40 or so picks. Had some great picks. So they'll keep that up. They'll go for midfielders though because they, they're well stocked in the in the back and the forward half. I think. They wouldn't go for another another key back just, just to be safe? I mean, they might, but it, not in the, not, they will not use a Ruckman that first either pick. while Martin's... No, no, no. Definitely not with the top 10. The top 10 pick will be for the best midfielder available. And then after that, who knows? Clubs won't want to pick Ruckman with top picks anymore because they realise you don't have to. You no. can get you can get guys later on or Ruckman you don't develop until they're about 24, 25 anyway. So they won't do that. Geelong will trade for a Ruckman because we fucking need one. Well, you bring in a Ruckman every year and it does fuck all. So Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue that trend. We'll bring in another one. Yeah. There's a really good one in the VFL. Anyway. <laughs> all right, next email. This one's from Katie. Dear boys, just wanted to send you a quick email to say how much I'm loving your podcast. I'm one of those annoying people from the UK who never actually watched an AFL match, but still nevertheless look forward to every Wednesday when I get to hear your take on the week's events. I really enjoy how passionate you all are about your teams and sport in general. In fact, you've made me so invested that I started listening to games on the radio and joined the tipping competition, which is weird because I actually have no idea what a mark is. (laughs) I now don't want to know because my imagination is probably better than the actual thing. My aim in tipping is to make the top 100. I might get there. It's mathematically possible. <laughs> yes. Champion. I won't ask you what team to barrack for. I already know the answer. I'm deciding whether it's better to stay neutral. My best friend emigrated to Australia six years ago and moved in Perth. As a result, I'm a massive Scorchers fan, 
When moving here, she was given the choice by her stepson to support the West Coast or Freer, and she picked Freer because of the color scheme. Purple rules. However, since listening to your podcast, I'm decidedly unsure about Freer when they're sex pest coach. <laughs> <laughs> since this isn't my email, do I have to say alleged- I'm just- allegedly? Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Is Fence sitting a better option? Do I have to have a team? Can I wait till they have a better coach? Anyway, this email is supposed to be short, so I wish all the cats, the bombers, and the lions an unbeaten run of form from now on and wonder how Doucher is such a wizard that he can make the West Coast lose to secure his place at the top of the tipping ladder. Katie. All right. So, I wouldn't recommend following Freo at the moment because their club is in shambles and their coach is an alleged sex pest, allegedly. And their best player hates... Have you heard... I've heard some weird Fife stories in the last week. Like, a guy I work with is telling me that Fife... Doesn't watch a lot of footy, but when he does, he just watches stoppages. Like, so he'll be watching a game and he'll just watch the stoppage and then just go back, rewind it, and watch the stoppage again. Like, <laughs> what a fucking robot. Also, doesn't know the name of all of his teammates. Lost nah, that, that can't be right. Have you not heard that story? Fife doesn't know, the captain of the club doesn't know his teammates. You know, some of them. At a, at a camp earlier in the year, one of the second-year players went up to him and pointed at a group of players and said, if you can name everyone sitting in that group, I'll buy you a slab. And he couldn't. Jeez. Despicable. That, don't follow West Coast yet. Wait for maybe a better captain and a better coach. Shannon Hearn's great. Oh, fuck. Her five isn't the captain. My bad. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, you're Freo. saying Sorry, Freo. don't get you off Freo, Freo and go for West Coast? Katie doesn't sound super decided on West Coast either. Okay, yeah. So you're saying don't go for her West friend, Coast yet. Her friend was given the chance between picking West Coast or Freo because she moved to Perth. Yes. Katie's still in the UK. So ah. she was going to back Freo because her friend back, backs for Freo and unlike me, supports her friends. <laughs> but right. in this case, maybe be a neutral supporter. For I would a bit. say fuck friendship. I just pick the team. I don't know. All I, I can, can say, say when it you. comes to teams, just follow your heart. Yeah. And um, if that means remain neutral and just... I've got a guy who I work with who's from Tassie. Um, and he doesn't, like, have a team. He yep. just loves footy. And he has players at different clubs that he just enjoys watching, and that's how he enjoys football. So he'll be like, I'll watch the weekend, watch Franklin on the weekend because I love watching him play. Yeah, that's great. His favorite player is Ben Brown. He, he does he does lean a little bit hard towards the Tasmanian sure. players. Yep. Um, but, I mean, just do that. Pick, um, pick players you like. I think be neutral until you fall in love with the team. Yeah. And that's your team. Yeah. Such a weird situation because I'm sure for all of us, you kind of grow up and your families are already heavily invested in footy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That is interesting as an adult, finding a team that you like and following them. Mm. That's cool though. Follow your heart, Katie. And thanks for the email. We've got another email here from Spencer. Subject, least fit AFL player? Question mark. Lance Whitnell. Oh, he's retired. (laughs) Byron Pickett. Oh, he's also retired. (laughs) He went all right. I was recently on an 18... Uh, fuck. I was recently on a 16-mile hike, and I re- re-listened to episodes of How Good's Footy to distract me from the pissing rain and the annoying people I was on the hike with. <laughs> Great. I was wondering who the currently the least fit AFL player is. I would love to think I'm in better shape than a professional athlete, even <laughs> though I'm not. Keep up the good work. You're all due for a good roast and boast. Spencer. Um, I think two seasons ago, it would probably have been Stephen Motlop. Remember there was that year he came back to the club and then he got banned because he... One of the Hawthorne players saw him drinking at like a local footy game and Hodge yeah. ratted him out to the to yeah. Chris Scott. Champion. But he came back unfit from the Christmas break and they weren't happy. Heath Shaw used to apparently fail skin fold tests a lot. I think he still does. I think it's just a genetic <laughs> issue with him though yeah. more than anything. Dane Swan. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, but, he, was, he, was, but gets it done. Yeah. So, it's the same with Franklin. He doesn't look built, but he's very fit. Yeah. I would I've always had this theory too about the Sydney Swans jumper that white is not a flattering colour. No, right. I was gonna say no, I was gonna say that since he went to Sydney, he's looked a lot better, but I think his last like year at Hawks he looked a bit You reckon? I think he's just got an odd body type because he's so long in the torso. Yeah. Um, I reckon they don't have them anymore. I don't think you have, like, it's just too, you can't play. The, the game has evolved so much you can't do it. But back in the day, there were some absolute <laughs> champions who loved uh, nothing more than playing footy and then having a smoke at half time and then yeah. coming back out to play footy again. Having a smoke on the bench. Having having a like, dart on the bench. Yeah. But I think the, the, the bygone era was like your Lance Whitnall, Byron Pickett, and... Stuart Jew. <laughs> Jew is... He's a big fella. He was a unit and a half in the year that they won the premiership. He would be, he'd be the last one. So apparently, like, yeah. he would just eat... Like, he's, he'd rock up at the club and they'd be like, how's your meal prep going? And he goes, oh, I just had ham and cheese toasties. Yep. I'm like, oh, how many? Stuart is like 15. <laughs> <laughs> now, Stuart Jew is probably the last one and he's yeah. now coach. And there's a great photo of him standing with Tom Lynch yeah. in, like, a recovery session. And Lynch has got his shirt off. And there's the look of the... The modern footballer who was like lean and you could grate cheese on his stomach. And then there's Dew who was like just an orb man. And I love it. Ah, oh, perfect. So you look, chances are, Spencer, you're in better shape than Stuart Drew ever has been. And will be, because he's old now. Like, All right, we got an email from Ryan. Dear How Goods Footy Lads, I've had a question stewing on my mind these past few weeks, prompted by your discussion of the Suns being piss poor and the way Tasmania gets shafted. I'm a lifelong Sydney fan, and that's because I grew up in Tasmania. Hawks and Hawks and North Melbourne's pandering bids to become a Tassie team haven't done me any favours, and I've remained faithful, unlike others in my family and friends group. But I was wondering if Goldcrest actually did move to Tassie, or if we got our own team. I'd be mighty tempted to support them. Lived in Tassie for the first 18 years of my life or so, so I've got some attachment to the place. Don't get me wrong, I'd continue to love Sydney with all my heart, but the pull of Tassie and they want to support my people could be too strong. Would that make me a TC? Thanks for the help, lads. Ryan, P.S. Congratulations to Dusha on achieving the first unassisted trip into space. Good job. <laughs> and then this week. <laughs> I would allow it. Yeah, the Tassie factor is a big one. Yeah. It's the Tasmanian contingency, I think. Yes. I feel like that that's very a- good. <laughs> I feel like that that's like a-, a shitty version of the Bourne identity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that, that would almost play into a pretty similar situation that I've got, like where I feel like you're probably going to stay attached to Sydney. Similar to how, like, Essendon is my team, but because I grew up in South Melbourne, like, I have a connection with Sydney. Yep. Where you'll probably end up with that same thing with Tasmania. You'll probably end up barracking for two teams, but you'll prefer Sydney if there is two teams clash. You hear that a lot with people who, like, um, I've got friends who's, like, you know, their fa- parents are both Geelong supporters now, but, like, the mum or the dad might have gone for, like, Essendon or Melbourne because yep. they did when they were a kid, but then they've moved to Ge- Like, so I think... I think you can have two teams and there'll always be one that's your favourite and I think Sydney will always be there. Definitely. Yeah. I, I know a guy who barracks for Essendon but he lives in Sydney and he yeah. has membership for both teams. Yeah. yeah. i got a mate who's who's one of the five Gold Coast supporters because he moved <laughs> up there and wanted to go to the footy and as a Geelong supporter liked Gary Ablett. How's that going for you now, mate? Oh. He's a Geelong. He's is, a Geelong member as well. He's is, both. is he looking forward to renewing his 2019 Gold Coast membership? No, he does because you know how much fucking free shit they get to get them to the football? It's absurd. <laughs> 
They're like, really? hey, become a member for oh. 40 bucks and we'll give you like 12 beers per you, game. You go to every game, there's like shit going on, there's show bags because they're like, fuck, I've got to do something. Oh, fuck, he's Matt Damon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren was at a fucking game or was it? No, it was Dolph Lundgren, not the other one. He's on the, the Ultra the Tune ads. One. What's his name? I have no idea. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Thank you very much. Ah. You're welcome. Next email, Dusha. Owen. He said, hey, fellas, thanks again for the awesome pod. The discussion last week in regards to the Muppet of the old codger sitting behind you blokes at the game reminded me of both the best and worst things yelled out by all the supporters. My favorite in recent times is hearing an elderly woman actually call out Chewy on your boot <laughs> when a player was lining up for a goal, something I hadn't heard since primary school. What traditional comments do you condone or encourage from the crowd? As the son of a very long-suffering Melbourne supporter, it's been ingrained in me just to yell, kick it, whenever we have possession. Cheers to the pot as always, Owen. Uh, I've got a good one for this because there is... So at Geelong Home Games, we've been sitting in the same seats. And I don't know if I've mentioned this story before, but whatever. Uh, same seats for years. Same group of people next to us for ages. Um, and one of the ladies who sits with us is fantastic, very passionate, very one-eyed. The things that she says, it's like she's in the 1930s and heckling a vaudeville show. Mm-hmm. So as a player is like trying to make a decision and then like fumbles it, she'll go, that's worse than the pox. Not in that voice, but that's the voice I always imagine. She's like, oh, that's a, that worse than the pox. Chewy on your boot's a big one. Um, I haven't heard Chewy on your boot in years. I hear it every time I go down. And, this one is like, oh, I haven't heard it for ages. I hear it every weekend because I've got vaudeville heckler sitting next to me. <laughs> She's like standing on a Waldorf rolling into one person. <laughs> there's more sophistication down the road. Is there? I don't know. Because there's also not, because it's also like my dad once got so angry at something that he just said, you bloody mangoes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I, I like a good chewing on your boot. Mm. I, my favourite, another favourite memory of mine is going to, there was a Bulldogs prelim final against Geelong at the MCG. Yeah. Uh, and there was a woman sitting near us who was dressed like a witch. Um, and this was then compounded by the fact that any time the Bulldogs went for a set shot, she would cast a spell on them and mumble a curse under her Shut breath. Shut the fuck up. Worked a couple of times. Are you serious? I'm not. She And my mum and I Mate, still joke amazing. about it. Because any time, like, we'll be just at a Geelong game, mum and I'll look at one another and we'll go, witchy. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, witch, for getting my team over the line. Um, I've got a heckle that I yelled. I just spoiled the ending. It came from me. But I was just so excited that it doesn't even make sense. Oh, here we go. It was an Essendon-Melbourne game. And Essendon went down by like 40 points. And we hadn't scored a goal in ages. But I was just really excited about being at the footy. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone kicked a running goal from like 50 for Essendon. And I stood up and yelled, yes, I love the footy. (laughs) But no one else cheered because it was like a dead game. And I yelled it so loud that I reckon players on the field would have heard it. Because I was level one. It was raining. It was an awful game. <laughs> have I told uh, the story about the Where's the Heart Brisbane supporter? Yeah, the bloke. Yeah. Because we used to see him at every game. He's just a little short bloke. Yeah. And one day he just broke. And he, because he, he, that was his thing. He used to always yell, Where's the Heart Brisbane? Where's the heart? And he went home at half time, and we've never seen him. This was about six years ago. Oh, no. Used to see him at every Brisbane game in Melbourne. Never came back. Lost his heart. Hope he's all right out there. Chris Fagan, you have a job to do. Find that man's heart and give it back to him. (laughs) (laughs) Just just go to his door and just, like, ring the doorbell. Could you just imagine, like, Chris Fagan and, like, Zorko and, you know, another great – give me another player who'd be – Robbo. 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 Just standing there, like, holding little hats and be like, (laughs) hey, sir, we've – 
You found some heart. I don't know if you want to <laughs> you come back. Uh, I've also been in a game where someone just stood up and yelled, but like no words. It was just like, ah! <laughs> that was pretty good. Good. All right. Got another email from Math- his email in this before, and we fucked up his name the first time, and I'm scared to say it a second time. Matthias? Matthias? Didn't we say it was like Matthias? Matthias. What's Matthias. What's the fucking treasurer's name? Matthias Corman? Mr. Austin. Hey, boys. <clears throat> Thanks, Mr. Austin. Hey, boys. First off, I'm loving being a Geelong supporter. Thanks for the suggestion back in episode three. Up the cats. Good boy. I was wondering if you could explain how the position on the ladder works. Obviously, I'm hoping Joel's boys make it to the finals, but who do they have to beat? Does it matter less if they beat someone shithouse like Carlton as, a t- as opposed to a team like Sydney? I have the AFL ladder bookmarked in my phone, and I really want to see Essendon in the top eight with the Cats. Keep up the good work, up the Cats, up the Duns, and Kano. Just remember what happens when sleeping lions wake. Oh! <laughs> they roar. Oh! Oh! That's one of my favourite emails. Yeah, I feel bad can for fucking just, up his name. What? Can we just save that email for any time you have a bad day? Fuck, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, so the ladder, oh. it doesn't actually, you get four points whether you beat a good team or a bad team. Yeah, um, and it's sorted by points, and if people have the same points, then it comes down to percentage. <laughs> and the way that... Sean, are you right? They roar, boys. They <laughs> roar. <laughs> well, we oh. fucking saw that, didn't we? Fucking oath. We'll get into that later. Tomorrow, perhaps. But yeah, basically... Points, if you win a game, four. If you lose, zero. If it's a draw, two each. But then if any people are on the same amount of points, it goes to percentage. So the more you win by, the higher on the ladder you'll be. Kind yeah, of. One of, the, one of the columns on the ladder is for and against. So points scored versus points scored against you. And that's where they get your percentage from. It's going to be crucial. It is going to be crucial. I'm, I'm actually looking at Geelong's percentage going, it's all right. we're, we're doing all right. We're over 120. There's a lot of clubs in the team. Are you over 120? Yeah, 123. You sure? Yep. Could have sworn it was 113, but I'll. You would know. You would no, know. no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check it. Douche, right your maybe that's North Melbourne's percentage. Douche, your percentage is a worry. Yeah, it's 95. You're going to need an extra game. Wait, <laughs> you like actually, you'll need an extra win. 123.2. That's good. So Tom. we've got the third highest percentage out of all the teams in the top eight. That's that's very good. If we can just hang in there and it comes down percentage and we've got a couple of easy kills at the end of the year. Uh, and that's very worrying for Essendon, actually, because uh, you you guys are one of the last like lines of lines in the sand we have to cross. And that percentage will hurt us a lot. Just quietly. Mm-hmm. Brisbane's percentage this year, pretty good. It's yeah. Like 83. That's huge. For that's I reckon last year it would have been about 60. Well, that's even amazing. If you, even if you look at um, St. Kilda and Gold Coast's percentage. So- Brisbane's percentage, percentage in Bris- the Brisbane's percentage is just below Frio, who we just smashed, so we're better than them. So <laughs> technically, on percentage, Brisbane's 13th on the ladder rather than 17th. So we're just below Essendon. Jeez. Um, Richmond's percentage is 135. Yeah, they've, they've had some big wins. They've had some very They've big had wins. some Brisbane games. Meanwhile, Melbourne, who had an amazing percentage, I think about 150, are now right back in the pack. <laughs> They're 1% ahead of us, and we're coming for them. All right, next email from Luke, who is very confused about the fixture. Boys, I am baffled by the fixture. <laughs> 18 teams, but only 23 rounds? Why do Essendon play Collingwood twice before the Saints once? Who decides that? How can it be fair to finish top having not played the same teams as everybody else? Why is this not such a big deal? Surely one's team season could be objectively easier than another's. Help yes. me out here, boys. Yep. Yours, yep. a confused English fan. Luke... P.S. Football's coming home in brackets soccer. I'm assuming he's talking about the World Cup because England had a big win. Yeah, they're not P- going to. They're not going to go over it. France, Japan, Russia, 
Brazil are all still in the World Cup. Yeah. England's better than Japan. All right, then. I don't know soccer. So I just said other countries that I know that sound like they would be good at soccer. (laughs) That's disrespectful, mate. Respect England. I won't. Oh, (laughs) PPS. Ooh. Our language warning on this one. Jeremy Cameron is a dog cunt. (laughs) And five weeks is half of what he should have got. Oh, wow. Um, Good email. Now, Fix just cooked. Absolutely. The way it's supposed to work is that you're in like groups. So teams that finished final ladder last year will play more games against the teams that finished in that same area as them. But um, it's but it's baffling because then you have situations like Brisbane playing so many top eight teams so early. I was led to believe that they break it into six, and then so Brisbane would be in the bottom six, yeah, and play teams. The teams that Brisbane double up and play twice come from the bottom six, and which is not you actually would, no, you would correct. Play more teams in that bottom six than you would outside. It doesn't feel that way. Yeah, but how many times are you playing like Gold Coast? We twice. play Gold Coast twice, but that's because St Kilda it's- twice. Uh no. Carlton twice. No. Melbourne twice. No. Freo twice? I'm going to have a look at who we played twice because I'm right. not sure. Because I know that ours, Geelong's feels about right. We do travel a lot. You know whose feels very, 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 very soft? Richmond's. The Richmond Tigers. Don't even fucking get me started. But no, the fixture is a big point of contention uh, and the AFL is corrupt <laughs> as fuck. So moving on. <laughs> Collingwood, North Melbourne, Hawthorne, Gold Coast. That's fucked. You've got second last. Very right. And the Giants. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Someone what I'm talking get about. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. This fix Oi, Tom, pick up your phone. Get fucking Gil on the line. Let me know to pull his fucking head in. Yeah. Gil's wife. Yeah, it's me again. Yeah, I know he won't take my calls. That's why I'm ringing you. How to get your number? Don't ask. Just <laughs> pass on a message. Yeah. Lift. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're toying with a floating fixture as, a, as an Ooh. idea, which I don't mind. Is this in terms of getting a good game on a Friday night? Yeah. When like what's the buffer though? Like do they say, all right, we're four weeks out? I think I think every four we weeks. It. I think every four weeks they'd set the fixture. That's... I don't hate it because I would like game of the round it's to it's be on a Friday. It's how night. basketball works. Isn't it how the NBA works? They have a floating fixture? A lot goes into fixturing though. Like when clubs sell membership packages, they already know yeah. the fixture. So it would be it, you wouldn't yeah, be able to do just it. be a matter of the AFL probably giving the clubs a bit of money and being like, They wouldn't we'll be able to do it, that. I don't think, for a couple of years. Yeah. That's... But I like it. That's huge. All right, next email from Michael. Hi, boys. Love the show. You guys are funny as. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm a Crows member, but I haven't been to many it. games because of work, uh, and I'm so annoyed about their performance. I'd like to mention that we weren't going too bad until the Melbourne game in the Northern Territory, so don't hang too much shit on us. Nah, fuck off. Oh, bit late there. Sorry, <laughs> man. I saw Cameron's hit after hearing about it on the podcast, and that should have been the rest of the season. Five matches is not long enough. I'd also like to say how unlikable Richmond have become since the grand final to me. Thank you. They have. They've always been unlikable. It's because their supporters are unbearable, and when they're down, you don't remember. It's a bit like Carlton. If Carlton start doing well again, it's not just, oh, poor Carlton. You're going to hate them. I don't know if this has occurred to anyone else. Well, yes, it has. They used to be a much better side to get behind. Now they're a much dirtier side, e.g. going for the man in round two against Crows. It kills me to hear their song because I'm also a Glenelg Tigers supporter. I butchered that. I think. No, you didn't. Oh, Glenelg. fuck yeah. Fuck, killed it. Fuck, I'm good at reading. You know what's great about Glenelg? It's palindrome. Say it backwards, douche. Okay, Glenelg. Yeah. yeah. Love palindromes. Also, How good's palindromes? <laughs> also, fuck Dusty Martin. Cheers, Michael. Big call to end the email there. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. <clears throat> Another email. F- Another Wait, email. There's no questions in there, is there? No. It's just a lot of statements. I'll just jump into it and say you fuck Dusty Martin. <laughs> yeah, there we go. In fact, listen to our episode that comes out tomorrow for a bit of a bake on old Dusty and some commentary surrounding him this week. That's a bit of a... I'm in the dark on this. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a sizzle. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Email from Grace. Hey, boys. Hope your weekend was full of roasts. Well, two of ours was. (laughs) (laughs) So technically, that's pretty full. Oh, that's pretty full. (laughs) Two thirds full. More than half. <clears throat> I would say three quarters full, just depending on how tomorrow's episode goes. Just, I have uh, some things quietly. to say on tomorrow's episode about roasts. I was wondering if there's anything for a player to be kicked off the field or forced to miss at least a quarter if they did something like what Jeremy Cameron did. As someone who follows hockey, it's a common thing to see a player is not allowed back for periods or the rest of the game for causing serious injuries. It seems like something the AFL should maybe consider. Thanks. They don't currently have that. They're looking into it, and I think they should have it. It for, would be for, You'd only have to used. use it once every four years, I reckon. Yeah. Be like the Olympics of decisions. But being the AFL, they'd fuck it up the first week it's being trialed and then never do it again. That's true. This is an email from Madison. Richmond v. Sydney. Blech. Boys, what a shit show. <laughs> Richmond are a bunch of flogs. <laughs> Luke Parker, sweet boy heart and soul of the club. Oh, yeah. Parker has his elbow hyperextended and then a deliberate elbow to the face within about five minutes. Dirty bastards. <laughs> Only good thing was <laughs> Only good thing was Franklin absolutely striking Rance in the throat. <laughs> and the pretty boy retching into the turf. Big buddy worth every cent of that nine million just for that. <laughs> Up the bloods, boys. Cheers, Maddie. Oh. PS almost wanted to mute the Channel 7 commentary. Oh. This is not the Richmond show. PPS, I was about to I was about to send this when Rance went over the mark, giving a giving Buddy the shot in front on the siren. What a fuckhead. So Tom stood up then. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to say too much because you'll hear about it tomorrow. But I, Madison, I 100% agree with you about the deplorable commentary on Channel 7 on Friday night. There were two teams, uh, Thursday night, sorry. There were two teams out there uh, and there was more than just Dustin Martin playing. Well, uh, that's I'd... the sizzle. 
I, I think there might have actually been at least two players on the field because uh, I heard a lot about this uh, Alex Rance fella. Yeah, he um they went to him after the game and uh, is that Hollywood Rance? Was, uh, yeah, Hollywood Rance. Hollywood oh, Rance. Yeah, yeah. He was he was trying something different. He's been diving and now he's what he's doing. He's going for roles based around aquatic things. <laughs> so he's done diving into the water and now he's being rescued and drowning from the water as he coughs and splutters. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be amazing when he plays Aquaman. It reminds me of like an alien film where they get the thing pulled out of their, their breathing yep. tube and yep. they're just like, <laughs> that was him. Fuck I'm it. glad Bud- Buddy didn't get a week. <laughs> Look, he should have. No, nah, it doesn't matter. Open hand, chop. <laughs> hey, um, Learn Sean, from the best, Dermy. Tell, uh, tell me what Tom Hawkins would have got if he had done the same thing. Oh, Fucking six. life band. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, uh, email from John. Hey, boys. And this... This is my dad? Quite a contrast. No. Jackson's dad? No, sadly. Hey, boys. Is Buddy Franklin an instigator, or does he just hold his ground after getting roughed up? Uh, The subject is Buddy, good or evil. (laughs) Chaotic neutral. (laughs) Also, are there specific enforcers on each team, or does everyone just like to keep things honest with a good brawl? Keep up the good work. John. P.S. Background information. American. I found the game through Tom's awesome Sons of the West pitch. Naturally, I love. The, I now like the Bulldogs and North a bit. The Bombers are okay. Full stop. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Not anymore. We don't really have enforcers, but there is definitely players that love a bit of a brawl a bit more than others. We'll love to fly the flag. Who have you got on July? Uh, can I say? Yes, you may. I don't know if we have anyone anymore. You don't. You're a soft bunch. I think the closest two we've got mm. are Selwood and Tom Hawkins. But mm. I will say this. Jed Beers likes a bit of biff. <laughs> he needs to he needs to grow grow a bit, but anytime there's a bit of there was a bit of argy bargy in the back line against I think North or the Giants. North Tom, love Tom, it. Tom Stewart got pushed to the ground by like Mason Wood or someone. <laughs> and Jed Buse, who's like four foot eight, just runs over and just gets in his face. And I'm like, I like that. I want more of that. Actually, do you know who is a bit of an enforcer for us and he hasn't played a lot of games? Cockatoo. He is he goes at it. He goes at it because he, he he like push people around and then when it's like then he does his hamstring. Then does his hamstring. But also when it's in play, yeah. you just go, I'm going to make this tackle really fucking hurt. Yeah. It's good. Cockatoo's got that. You think I'm small and quick, but I'm enormous and I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, Brisbane's got, uh, to my mind, four. Uh, Mitch the Ram Robinson. Yep. Nick Robertson. Yes. Darcy Gardner. Yeah. And Reese Matheson. I think you got one more too. Who's the- uh... Luke Hodge. Oh, I forgot about Hodge. <laughs> <laughs> Hodge's the chief. He's the general. Yep. We've got another email here. And- He's someone that's emailed us before, and he's a he's an Adelaide supporter, and I think he's fed up. He's fed up with us, boys. <sighs> Here we go. Yoav. Hey, Yoav. Your team still sucks. What? Read the email. I stood up is the subject. Uh, when Tex took the specky, when Curtly scored the Curly, it was good boys, we're back, and next week there will be an ambush at the G. Also, can we start calling Bryce Gibbs Mr. Slow-Mo? Every time he gets the ball, every time, every time he gets the ball, time just slows around him. No. P.S. It was good seeing Harry Taylor miss that shot. <laughs> oh my god! It's fun. It's fun. Um, I've said this- in the last ten years, how many premierships has the Crows won? <laughs> oh, that's right. They cooked it because they decided to go with a non-psychologically approved mind camp. Ooh. I've actually heard more. You know what? I've got more. I got more dirt on West Co- on West Coast on the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles. Fuck the Crows. Birds. I got more dirt on birds. Yeah, the shit bird. So, it's come out recently this week, and I don't know this source. I can't name this source. Oh, Tom Brown in the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hide behind my sources. But uh, apparently, at the airport 
on grand final week. The team should be bonding together. There was disharmony aimed at Jake Lever (gasps) and Charlie Cameron. Oh, my boy. And apparently... Cameron's wasn't as bad, but apparently the players refused to speak to Jake Lever. Like this is before the week, grand final. Before the grand final, because Tex was like, "No, I want him to tell us if he's staying or leaving." And uh, apparently they uh, didn't speak to him. And then they're like, "Oh, our team didn't function as a team on grand final day." Like, yeah, it's because you're being a bunch of sniping bitches. Strong words, but true words. Yeah, um, yo, have, sit down, yo, have. Bryce Gibbs is an excellent player. I will concede that. I he's love not him, Mr. Slomo. Though, but he's not Mr. Pendlebury's Mr. Slomo. Pendlebury, <laughs> McCluggage. <laughs> Even fucking Fife's Mr. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Yoav. Lift, mate. Thanks for your email, Yoav. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep emailing us because I'll keep fighting you. Matthew Brown's emailed us. Subject, Sunday toast. G'day, boys. Longtime Freo fan here at three-quarter time, and I hate that I know I'm going to stick through this shithouse performance. <laughs> Good boy, though. Yeah. Connie, I feel like I am one of the only few non-supporters that appreciates Nick Robertson's game. Thanks, Enjoy mate. your re- roast. I reckon you have a few more coming this year. Dusha, you beat the Eagles, so you, Eagles, so you have my appreciation. Handsome Tom, will you kiss me on the mouth? Also, bad luck. If it wasn't a bye week, you guys would kill the doggies. Happy toasting and roasting, we Matt. Would have. <laughs> Humility. P.S. Humility and a fan. I, I, I like love it. Matt. I love it. P.S. How good are the wool and retro jumpers? Big fan of the Frio anchor ones. Yo, Ev. Listen to that email. Take some of it on board. <laughs> <laughs> Take all of it. Cameron's emailed us. Boys, this is going to be a long one. Ooh. First off, let me start off by saying congratulations to Dusha on the great win over the uh, the great win over the Kangaroos. And Tom, I'm so sorry that Harry Taylor couldn't kick straight. It was a great game, regardless. Now, onto the Frio and Brisbane game. Oh, <laughs> I was extremely excited about this game. I was going with my mate to Optus Stadium with a very hopeful heart, only for it to be ripped out by Brisbane without Freo even trying to stop them. This was, without a doubt, the worst game I've seen Freo play in a long time. It didn't help that Fife did a hamstring early in the game. It was like watching them in 2016. We literally have no forward line. And when one of our best players is in our forward line, Michael Walters, he won't stop trying to get high free kicks by running into tackles head first. It's not that hard to tell that I'm extremely angry and I'm not enjoying my toast. But having said all of those things, I must congratulate Kano and the Brisbane Lions for playing a great game of football. It was exciting to see what Brisbane can do and hopefully they win a few more games by the end of the season. Cheers, boys. Have a good week and enjoy the many more roasts. Until next time, Cam. P.S. I'm going on holiday to Melbourne with my family next week and I'm going to watch the Essendon game against the Pies for the first time ever game at the MCG. Oh. Dusha, you better believe them donning the sash up the dons. Oh, yes. Great email, Cam. Great, great, Cam. Also, Again, yo, Ab, yo, Ab, listen to that. Listen to that, mate. <laughs> Just be nice to us. That's all we want. <laughs> Even if we're not we're, nice we're, back. We're broken inside. We don't know how to laugh. Also, there was... Um, this is probably a good point to... T- uh, to thanks, to, uh, Cam. It's probably a good time to point out that I'm a bit sick. So if there's any spluttering in the episode, I apologize. I'm going to try and edit it out, but you I mean, just realized I can't. You mean I more can't. spluttering than normal? Yeah. When you can't say people's names? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to blame you it on You have the hardest cold. task. You've got to read emails cold. Yeah. Which, silly. Oh, well. It's, I just want to keep it fresh. This is what the listeners... This is what you guys want, right? Yeah. Fresh emails. Email us and tell us. Get on with it. <laughs> Nathan Westlow has emailed, hey. uh, who two weeks ago was like, guess my name. We nailed it. He now owns a How Good's Footy shirt. Well, you nailed it. I fucked it. Yeah. Strong finish. I Harry tailored it. Yours was a contingency. I had a crack and shanked it. Mm. <laughs> Strong finish, but not good enough. 
Oi, dickheads. No, you're all right. Sad to see that the Demons lost again, especially after blowing the lead they had against Port last round. If they had just played the whole game the way they played the last quarter, maybe they could have pulled it off. At least Matt Stewart has two wins in a row. Congratulations to Kano and Dusha on your huge wins this week. And Tom, maybe if you got your... <laughs> oh, I'm bored. Maybe if you got behind your team more, for example, <laughs> standing up, your boys would have kicked straight. I stood and yelled watching the match highlights for the Melbourne St. Kilda game when the Demons kicked the goal with 40 seconds left, disrupting the movie my parents were watching. <laughs> Anyways, good luck to the boys in round 16. Nathan. P.S. Last time I wrote in, I made a wager that you guys couldn't pronounce my last name. Dusha got it in the first try. So now I'm waiting for my shirt to arrive. He tweeted us today. Shirt has arrived. Looks great. Uh, Nathan, awesome. I'll address that in the episode. Ooh. My lack of standing up. Ooh. And I've got a re- very good response to that. <laughs> Something very ha- funny happened in regards to you standing up. Save that for tomorrow. Oh. No. <clears throat> Again, I'm in the dark. Oh, it was all happening. Jesus. Uh, David Billington's emailed us. Quick question. Hello, boys. With all the talks of the contracts being up during these inane commentaries, I thought I'd ask a hypothetical. If you were the coaches of the t- your teams and you could drop a player and add one from another team, who would you choose and why? For the purpose of this question, all the players' contracts are up. Keep up the tremendous podcast. Long live footy. How much time have you got? Because uh, the first player I drop in a heartbeat, James Parsons. Mm-hmm. Don't need him. Doesn't bring a lot. And I'm probably like, I can get anyone. Yeah, anyone. <laughs> going to be like Brody Grundy. Do you want to come play for Geelong? We actually, I'd take anyone. We just need a we just need a ruckman. Just one. I'm going to go back in time and just bring Brad Ottens back. <laughs> I'll take anyone. Any ruckman. I'll Sandy Gorn, Bell Chambers. Just give. Oi, <laughs> hands off. Steph Martin. I'll take them all. Hey, hey, hey. No, <laughs> I don't need Dustin Martin though. <laughs> well, you could use him. I mean, yeah. Imagine that. What's his tap work like? <laughs> <laughs> Some, I've seen him rock sometimes, weirdly. Uh, I'd probably take Dangerfield. Who to get rid of? I don't know. I love most of my players. I could probably get rid of like Sam Mays or someone like that. I've really harsh singling Parsons out, but he just hasn't been good the last two no, weeks. He's been so shit um, Do yeah. you? Who do you want? <sighs> See, delisting is hard because I love all the boys. Yeah, and, same, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a tough choice. Um, I feel like like Josh Green. Oh, but who's going to kick those cheap goals? Jake Stringer. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. <laughs> and he'll be the cheekiest while doing it. Yeah. All right. They'll be Josh super Green. cheek, cheap <laughs> goals. <laughs> Josh Green, sorry, mate. I'm not. Surely oh. in a, a mid. You're going like a Fife or a Martin. Buddy? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'll take Buddy. Nah, Buddy. Yeah, because like we we need. I mean, I'm dropping Josh Green, so we need someone that can also kick goals. But uh, I hear Buddy's pretty good at both kicking goals and then you know midfield. You know what? I'm pretty happy with my midfield. Buddy is a good choice. I'm either taking a rock or if I can't have a rock, you I'm, should take Buddy as well. What the fuck? I, I'm. It's, I was about to say I'm either taking Buddy or Tom Lynch. <laughs> it's really easy to say I will have the best player in the AFL, please. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine it? Could you imagine a team, right? Actually, no. Fuck it. I want Dangerfield. Okay. Yeah. You you take Danger. I'll take Buddy. All right. All right. Well, can I take your um, move? Was your move was smart though? You do need right. a ruckman. Great. Should I want Max Gorn? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Max Gorn probably fits our side better. Mm. Just a banger. We just need we just need a guy who can feed Selwood Danger and Ablett. A beautiful banger. Taps. Just a bearded banger. Just a boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next Andy, one. Uh, all right. Uh, best of the best game from Callum Boys. Hope re-entry has treated you well. <laughs> Wouldn't sorry. know how it feels, Cal. Well, yeah, in brackets, sorry, handsome Tom. 
<laughs> love your work and love the show. After I was ripping- Apollo, 13, uh, Apollo 13. What's the one that blew up? <laughs> Chal- like, Chal- took off. of them. The, the one that didn't, the Voyager, the one that like took off and Challenger then exploded. I was in the Challenger. Yeah. We took off and then we crashed. <laughs> Steady on, Tom. <laughs> Everyone survived. <laughs> After a ripping game, mine and Douche's boys had against North, I thought it was the perfect game to show overseas to get other countries into our great game. My question is, what other great games do you think fit this bill? Keep up the great work and up the dawns for a sneaky finals campaign to win the flag. Well, mathematically possible. Cheers, Callum. I reckon you could show them that game. I reckon there are three games from the weekend you could show. That one, the Melbourne St Kilda game or the Geelong Bulldogs game is great games. Yeah. What are some like classics? Any so Geelong Hawthorne game. Is, um... Yeah, people like a good game to get people in. Any Geelong Hawthorne game from 2009 to 2014. The two Sydney West Coast grand finals. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Pre the, any grand final from the drawn grand final 2001 to 2003. Nah, see, I'll argue that one because I don't think a draw is a satisfying true Geelong St Kilda yeah, grand final. Pretty good 2009 Anzac Day game. Oh, fuck it. The 2000, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, 1989. The Miracle on Grass. Miracle, Miracle on, on Grass. grass. Anything is just like a massive, even like uh, the 2001 comeback is good if you know AFL. Um, this is going to break your heart, Dusha, but That's the. All right. uh, Kangaroos Essendon elimination final where uh, Drew Peachy brought out Frank the Tank. Mm, yeah, <laughs> great game shootout. Nick Davis kicking the uh, the winner. I see it, but I don't believe it. Mm. Yeah, that was huge. Oh. There's been a lot because footy turns out good. Good. <laughs> yeah, the Bulldogs 2000, the Bulldogs 2016 finals, finals run. The prelim, that prelim between the Giants and the Bulldogs is fucking unreal. Brisbane versus Collingwood 2002 was really good. That was the nine point. Brisbane versus Collingwood earlier this year. Yeah. Good game. Huge. Huge. All right. We've got an email to wrap up this mailbag episode. Subject, is Dusha still in space? (laughs) Hi, gents. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I've had to Skype in. Uh, Great internet here. I'm actually just here on my own. I'm in a room (laughs) by myself. I've got two TV screens. Picking them up as they come past satellites. This is a powerful ending. <clears throat> Hi, gents. Just wanted a quick update on how great space is. Will How Good's Footy be starting a space program anytime soon? Also, just two quick TC questions. Is a player still a TC if they get traded? And is a player a TC if they've already run a premiership at their old club? Cheers, guys. Keep up being the best AFL podcast in space. <laughs> Aaron. <clears throat> There's a PS, but I reckon we answer this question first. Depends on circumstance, I think. So the yeah. first, what was the first scenario? Sorry, if a player gets traded, so if like it's if against it's their t- will, then they're not a TC. They've been yeah, forced if they've out been forced it. out, like like Hardwick at Essendon to Port. Yeah. yeah, I think I think in that case, or um, even I'm trying to think of any Geelong players. I'll give you a weird out. example. Um, Michael Richitelli left Brisbane and went to Gold Coast, but I wouldn't really tar him with TC because a year before that, the club tried to push him out. Yeah, and he didn't want to go. Um, Josh Caddy's a big TC because uh, Geelong tried to trade him. He said, "No, nah, I want to stay," and they went, "Okay, you'll stay." And he went, "No, nah, actually, I want to leave." <laughs> yeah, double, double TC, triple, double. double. Uh, he's done Gold Coast, Geelong, Geelong, Richmond, double. What's Gary? Gary's a double as well. Double. But Gary's a reverse. <laughs> no, Gary's, Gary's the OG TC hear, and then reverse TC. I hear he left for money. Yeah, got the money. Then was like, ah, I might finish my uh, career with a bit of glory because I've won Brownlows for a garbage team that I don't respect. Yeah, I thought I mean, I'd come back. But he, but he, maybe the ultimate TC move. Yeah, probably. If they win this year, Ooh, absolutely. Huge he left the TC. club that his dad is an icon of. 
for money. Yep. Also because Bomber Thompson was a fuckhead, which we've now learned. Yeah, but Bomber left as well. Yeah, but well. not at the time that Ablett thought. Did you not know that? Because then so I know Ablett left and then Bomber yeah. announced afterwards, I'm going to Essendon, and Matthew Scarlett at the, at the BNF last that night was like, yeah, we don't want people around here who don't support the club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Just to end today's episode, P.S. Five weeks is nothing for Cameron. This isn't a punishment for him. It's some fucking witness protection shit. <laughs> the players also get weeks of causing brain bleeds because there would already be literal murders on the field if they came back for the next week. Fuck me dead. Full stop. Good. Do you know what? He's in wit sec because... Um, Robbo. Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> That's has got the GPS walking Fuck. around. Huge. Thank you so much for all your emails. Uh, there's a few that we're saving for the main show. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, if you like the mailbag episode, just keep emailing us in. You can reach us at Tom. Howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Fuck yeah. Good way to say it when it's almost illegible to hear. Howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. And where can we find you, Tom? Uh, you can find me at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13, and this was on Twitter. You can also find us together on Twitter at, at Howgoodsfooty. Keep those emails rolling in, and uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, wait, boys. Before we go... And this has been killing me all weekend. Sean, I've got a huge confession to make. Fuck. What the fuck have you done? <sighs> all right. So I'm not someone who has ever really TC'd. Oh. I, when I went to the SCG, I supported Sydney, but as I said, yep. got close ties to the you, club. You blindsided us when we tried to call Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this weekend, on Saturday, I went to a music festival. It was outside. It is currently winter in Australia. My head was cold. So I opened my wardrobe. Had a quick look. Realized that I don't actually have an Essendon beanie. So I reached for the Sydney one. Uh, do you want another beanie? No. I don't think so. What kind of man only owns one beanie? Well. That he, like that he bought two weeks ago. It gets worse. Oh. I get to the music festival. We get inside. The first thing I'm doing, I'm like, I'm going to quickly go pee. Three blokes straight off the bat are like, up the bloods. I'm like, yep, yeah, up the bloods. Someone has a conversation about me about our loss to Richmond. I'm just like, I don't want to be like, I don't barrack for Sydney whilst I'm wearing the beanie. So I'm like, yeah, it was pretty disheartening, but like, it shows that we're just not quite ready yet. We're not (laughs) quite there. Did you use the royal we describing you (laughs) as a member of the team? No, no, no. I used we to describe. Yes, actually, I did. Fuck. Anyway. Fuck me. It gets an hour into the festival. I've had a few like people yelling, go Sydney, up the bloods, which someone yelling up the bloods. I get it. Like, it's great. It's good to hear. But one bloke stops me. And Sean, he sto- he literally stopped me. And he's like, come on, mate. That beanie's the wrong color. You should be wearing a red and black beanie. No. <gasps> oh, no fucking way. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. I just like, I don't know. He's like, no, nah, I get it. Like, we were drug cheats. But like, we're good now. We're a great team. And I was like, yeah, no, I've been I've been watching the games. You are a great team. And oh, then no! I had to walk oh, off. That ah. didn't go the way. So I thought a person who listened to the show recognized you. No. It was a stranger who was like Barrack for Essendon. And you do. And you had to pretend you didn't. Yes. Oh, okay. No, that's not Fuck. how. I thought it was Joe Danaher. No. Because oh. <laughs> you bumped into him at a festival. Before. Yeah, if it had been Joe Danaher, I would have like set the beanie on fire in front of him. 
But no. So um, a random guy said, should be Essendon. Should be Essendon. And you had to cop it. I had to cop it. We didn't have to, and mate. could have. And then he started drowning because he, like, he clearly lost faith when I was like, yeah, I really should. And he was like, yeah, I, I know we were drug cheats. So I had to witness an Essendon, oh. fellow Essendon supporter drown. You could have helped him out, but you lacked the courage. It was so bad. Shit, I'm sorry, Sean. You should be. And uh, to that Essendon supporter that was working at Freedom Time, I'm sorry if you're listening to the show. I hope to you are. To those three Sydney supporters, you're also sorry. Tom. Yeah? Are you as disgusted as I am? <laughs> I am. Okay, like, okay. Because so really what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm really disgusted about, though? What? It's not the beanie wearing. It's the use of the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't care about the bombers going. No, no, it's, it's the Wii, but it's the... He, he let his mate drown. He's let his mate drown before. He went and put on a... He let Zamet fucking cop it two weeks in a row. <laughs> Your loyalty's in question here. Oh. Here's what I recommend, and I pass this on to you, Tom, yeah. as the ruling judge here. Okay. As the admin, if you will. Sure. Dock him some tipping points on the ladder. Oh, that's a bit <laughs> stiff. I am three up, just a reminder. So bring him back to Earth. <laughs> bring him back from space. How many cities have Take three did you off. say we to, Dusha? One. Just one? We said we to one. Oh, actually, I don't know if he was a Sydney supporter. He said bad luck about your loss to the Tigers. Oh, but you said it to one man. Yeah. So that's one point off. Fuck. I'd, and, uh, I'd, I'd lose a point for letting the Essendon guy drown. I reckon lose a point for the Essendon guy. My friends that were around me when that happened were just like, when like all of the Sydney stuff was and happening. And I think you lose a point like, for not tell, not self-reporting immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to save it. It was great content. I might have to eat at the tips. I'll get back to you. I'll Fuck. let you know what I decide. We'll have to take this into consideration. I we think. will. My, uh, we're going to have to go go to the match review officer and just see what he says. My career may be in disrepute, disrepute here. It is. <laughs> Fuck. This is the drug saga all over It again. is. <laughs> so we'll just investigate this for the next yeah. five years. Yeah, we'll <laughs> investigate this uh, and we'll get some people on it and then we'll work out how many tips we need to dock. Um, just like to point this out, though, it does feel better to get that off my chest. And you're both still maintaining eye contact, so that's nice. <laughs> it's hard. It's hurting. <laughs> uh, anyway, boys. Uh, <clears throat> Only because when I look at a rat, I really want to look it in the eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, how, how good's footy up the bombers? <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.